welcome to the Comics Experiment, the show right here at Comic Story, where we basically talk about comic book stuff. We have to go through other people's lists. We come up with the news that's hitting around the world right now, or we discuss what's going on, and we theory craft. It's filmed live every Thursday at like 2 p.m. Eastern-ish at twitch.tv slash monster, and then, 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 it's uploaded to our Patreon, Patreon slash Patreon.com slash Comic Storyon, where for only a dollar you get access to that, to our other shows such as Conspiracy Cast, to CTV, and everything else that we do over here. And today's episode, my friends, is brought to you by Robinhood, an app to help you understand stocks a little bit better, help you get more involved in stocks, and let you do it just right from your phone and keep up the date as to what is going on from stocks. And also, guys, I'm slightly dying from being sick today. I cannot hear on this side of my head right now like I can't get free ah so I chugged a lot of coffee right before this episode so we're riding on Dayquil uh Vicks Vapor Rub and coffee and then I got tea so welcome to the episode today joining me is Dan hi Dan <laughs> I'm kind of scared for my safety a little bit I would be too <laughs> and this loop is also in the exact spot that every time I look at you your head's just in her lasso <laughs> Dan, today we're talking about one of your favorite superheroes. What is one of your favorite superheroes? Uh, besides only Wolverine, because I actually do know the name of this one. Actually, it's Deadpool! It's Deadpool. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I, I is could... he a superhero now? Do we still clar- classify him as that? That's part of what we're doing today. Oh, we're just we're going <clears> to <throat> decide? Well, a couple things happened. First off, today's right. list that we're going right. to be going through is a Screen Rant list created in January 30th, 2017, by an individual named Austin Carroll Baker. Austin Carroll Baker! Um, and they put it as a list into the comic book format. It's called 15 Things About Deadpool Everyone Gets Wrong. This is gonna be a weird episode, guys. <laughs> I can't hear. Dude, it's, it, you ever get water in your ear? Oh, yeah. That's just, that's all it sounds like. If that's what you're going through right now, I have a feeling that like halfway through this episode, Benny's gonna be like, da 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 da, my ear just <laughs> unpops, guys. I can hear again. Um, also, you may notice that our lenses and everything look good again. That's because our camera guy, Gary, is back. Um, let's all give a congratulations to Gary. He has had his child, Gary 2.0. I think it, I think his son has an official name, but we're just going to call him Gary 2.0. Yeah, Lil G. <laughs> That's why I'm going to call him Lil G. So um, I thought Deadpool would be good because Disney did come out officially. And I'm going to pull up the article to see if we got any more information on it if, okay. since I last read this because it was just simply announced. Disney says that they're going to keep Deadpool R-rated. I hope that so. And not only that, they're going to be testing other R-rated properties in the Marvel Universe. Did they say what they're going to be testing? Uh, so I'm going to see if they've come out and said anything else since I read this article. Um, it was posted by Variety on uh, February 5th, 2019. So, like, two days ago. So I'm not crazy. Like, this is, this is still kind so of... So it's kind of recent. Kind of, well, it's two <laughs> days ago. Um... There may be a few more F-bombs dropped around the Magic Kingdom. The Walt Disney Company has enjoyed a squeaky clean image as a prominent... Prominent? No, it's not prominent. Preeminent. They're trying to... I hate you. Preeminent provider of family-friendly entertainment. However, things may get a little less wholesome with the upcoming acquisition of of much of 21st century's film and television assets. A 71... 
$71.3 billion purchase that will lead to darker brands such as FX and Fox Searchlight coming into the Disney fold. It, may, it also means that Disney, which has reaped big profits, may be making more R-rated Marvel superhero films such as Deadpool and Logan will now be reuniting them with the Avengers, a team whose heroes have never breached the PG-13 parameters of saving the world! On a call with investors, Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger said that Disney will continue to make much more of the R-rated Deadpool movies and other adult-oriented Marvel adventures when it absorbs into Fox. When it absorbs much of Fox, we will continue to be in that business, promised Iger, who sounds like Juggernaut, oddly enough. There's certainly popularity with those types of films. Um, Iger hinted that you can't stop Juggernaut and that these films won't be released under the traditional Marvel and DC uh, Marvel or Disney banner. The company will make an effort to ensure that it is carefully branding its R-rated films so that we're not confusing them for the consumer. Um, it will become as a relief that fa for fanboys and fangirls who are worried that Disney might scrub a certain Merc's mouth out with soap. However, it means that any. Uh, it, however, it probably means that any Deadpool Toy Story crossovers will remain in the realm of perverse pop culture fan fiction. Whew. Okay, I'm not fully sure I listened because I could not keep it together. <laughs> As to you stumble on your sentences, so instead you decide to throw in voices, sing the sentences, start going a little crazy, and somehow that helps you stay on track. I don't know why, but I, it did. I mean, I... <laughs> actually, hold on. That actually makes me wonder, because I saw a picture, and I don't know if it was a fan-made or something like that. Did you see the picture of... Uh, Deadpool and the Avengers? Yeah! Yeah, it's a fan-made one. Oh, it's fan-made? Yeah. Oh, son of a... Because it's officially not through yet. The acquisition's still not done. But it would have been so great after credits. They're saying that I sound oddly quiet today. I'm probably just... No. It's probably because you. every time you say something, you're moving further and further away from That's your true. microphone. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, um, so they're keeping Deadpool. They're yeah. keeping it R-rated. Hopefully, they're going to keep it Universal R-rated and not Disney R-rated, which is like, they say, one F-bomb. <laughs> isn't there like isn't okay isn't the PG-13 rules like one F-bomb and one F -bomb. nipple <laughs> no I remember that from Titanic they were able to show yes. one breast I know. Like, it's just no. it's just the funny no 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 but they blocked the second they're only allowed one breast in Titanic because mm -hmm. it was PG-13 no go back and watch Titanic I'm gonna look it up right now look it up it's no it's is not. the is the the picture that he draws or her we're nope. Ha ha! Ha ha ha! I was right, Gary. Dylan, don't put that on the screen. Would <laughs> <laughs> still be the, PG She is fully naked, but they positioned the piece of paper that he is drawing on over one nipple, and it crosses over her crotch, so you can't see it. Not the original. They must have edited that. No, that's that because I remember it making headlines that it was a PG thirteen movie. That's how they got away with it. Come look! Come look! You come here! Come here! Come here, Dylan! Don't put it on the screen. <laughs> Don't, don't put it on the screen, Dylan. Don't do it. There, there are interesting rules because there's also, I believe, if they say the, if they drop an F-bomb, I believe in a PG-13 movie, it can't be related to sex. This is kind of interesting because I'm actually looking at all these scenes right now. He's not listening. No, no, I am. It can't okay. be related to sex. Yes. I think that's the rule. Um, but it's funny because I'm looking at all these scenes and it, it's reminding me of the Austin Power scenes. 
Yes. Where he's naked and they're putting things in front of her. Because it's showing all the things where she was moving and how they were positioning everything to keep it only one breast was visible. <laughs> that is probably one of the funniest scenes in uh, Austin Powers is when they do that. When they uh, do that, yeah, they cycle between them all. Uh, it's, it, it's mostly because it's just clever cinematography more than anything else. So, okay. Um, yeah, there's so only one nipple was showing anyway. <laughs> I, the, the chat Back to Deadpool. Hey, Gary? Maybe uh, just young Gary remembers seeing fully naked <laughs> Kate Wilson. <laughs> Kate Winslet, I think it is. Winslet. Speaking of Wilsons, so Disney's going to be bringing uh, Wade Wilson in. <laughs> well played, well played. <laughs> I, that was one hell of a tangent right yeah, there. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> I, I think Gary's imagination wanted him to believe that he saw both nipples. <laughs> we still on this topic? <laughs> anyway. I think he did. Gary's so defensive behind the He really the is. He's like, no, right there's now. full frontal like, nudity. No, I know. In Titanic. Anyway. <laughs> Wade Wilson. Deadpool. Deadpool. What do I get wrong about him? What well, do you fi- want to go into that? Because I thought we talked a little bit more about them keeping it R-rated. Like, how do you? Oh yes, actually. Okay. Oh, let, let's look at it this way. I first. think it's good because you can't have Deadpool. Actually, I wish I had saw the Fred Savage, the PG-13 version. I, I, I regret not. Real going quick, to see two that. seconds. I put this note in for Dylan. Dylan, if, uh, if my little rant over the article was crazy, just cut it out and be like, Benny lost his mind. <laughs> we'll just link to it because what the article basically breaks down to, because you said you weren't following, mm-hmm. is that Bob Iger himself said that they are going to be continuing R-rated. Stuff. They're okay. going to be continuing R-rated products yes. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that is not going to be pulled out. Okay. So they said, much in vain to Deadpool and Logan. Okay. So let's... Th- it's smart because let's be honest. If you went, hey, the two movies that they did that actually made money, we're not going to do it like that anymore. That would right. just be business suicide. Um, okay. So if that's the case, Good. if that is what's happening, who? I mean, obviously we're going to get more Deadpool, more Logan, or, mm-hmm. with the new Logan. Who else do you think we could see in an R-rated film, though? Like, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, Marvel you think Cinematic make? Movie? Um, well, they couldn't do Punisher because Punisher has shows. I don't think they have the rights. Um, ooh, who could they do? I'm trying to think of things that, uh, like, superheroes that don't already have, like, a show or something. Right. Because, let's be honest, those are kind of... They're not in the picture. Um, hmm... R-rated movies. They could bring Blade back. Blade would be good. I could see Blade like hacking a slasher's way yeah. through. Um, I mean, they're bringing him on to the Avengers right now, so. What if, hmm, what if Winter Soldier got his own movie? I think he's too connected to the family-friendly The Captain branding? Amer- okay. Yeah. I think branding-wise, people would see that. I think they can't do that one for the sake everyone, of... Everyone has the same idea I did in the chat. Moon Knight. I was thinking Moon Knight. That, actually, I was thinking or Moon Ghost Knight Rider. as well. Yeah. Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider would be a good one. Because, I don't think they would, though, because he's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which kind of ties yep, him into the no, whole... There you go. Using your logic... You can't use something that's already pre-existing because then people will assume that's what they're getting. Yeah, same That's why with- Winter Soldier, they would go, oh... We took our kids to go see uh, Winter Soldier. We can clearly take them to see this one. Yeah. And then Bucky's blowing brains out. I don't think that would really... That would be epic, though! It would. I would watch it. <laughs> but I don't think they would do it. Um, um, Moon Ghost Rider, I think, I think would be, be good. Great. But you'd have to separate Ghost Rider. It'd have to be a different Ghost Rider. But they can't, because they've already used... They, we've already had... No, because we've already had Ghost Rider movies. Yeah, That kind right. of... 
it using that burned logic, out. Yeah. Johnny Blaze. Uh, um, using that logic, <laughs> we can't take things that have already existed. Yeah, and, and Moon Knight would be a great one, though, because Moon Knight has the reputation of everyone assumes that he is Marvel's Batman ripoff. And that would be a way to get people into the theater just off of that, to make people go, Could you imagine the trailer for that? Yeah. You wanted Batman? Here's the MCU version. Moon Knight. (laughs) (laughs) They would just show different things where it's like, wait, Batman? 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 Wait, that one looked like a moon. It's a moonerang. It's Moon Knight. I could see I could see them doing a uh, a Suicide Squad esque movie they where it's like ver- the Thunderbolts. Yeah, some something where it would be more uh, like villainous people and like have that be R rated. Yeah, because let's be honest, Logan and Deadpool are very borderline. Yeah, they're not really superheroes. Logan is considered a superhero, but when it comes down to what he actually does, you don't put him in the same category as other superheroes. No, no, not at all. The guy slices heads off in half, in fact. Um, so I feel like oh, Moon Knight like, would be a like good this one. one. Ultimate Red Hood suggests a Namor movie. That would be cool. Namor would I know, be cool. I know recently you've yeah. kind of like gotten a new love for Namor. It, yeah, no, the the way they have currently been writing them, uh, writing him in comics, especially with his new outfit, yeah. I could see that actually doing very well. Namor? Yeah. yeah. Namor and the Defenders of the Deep. I yep. could see that being a great one. The only problem with that, though, is he's such an obscure character that is on both sides that you don't know who his enemies would be to make it make sense, but also because you got to make it make sense within the universe. Right. No, I can see that argument. Um, I don't think Wigu suggests Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I don't think... I don't, that would be amazing. It would, but I don't see them doing that. I don't see No. Um, and the same thing as someone else suggested uh, Marvel Zombies. Um, no. I... I can see that Marvel Zombies being like a Halloween thing. Just, yeah, just I could spoopy. see... I could see Marvel Zombies being like a... A TV show episode Halloween special. I don't really see it being a good movie. I think part of the problem with going R-rated with anybody other than Deadpool and Logan is mm-hmm. they are established in these PG-13 universes. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier would have been great. Black Widow would have been great, but they're not going to work. Yeah. The Netflix TV show guys, PG-13, they're not going to work. Um, you'd have to pull yeah, out new Black hero. Widow would have had a perfect R-rated one. Yeah. Especially, I mean, let's be honest. There's already especially a bunch going of back them. to our previous discussion about the nudity in Titanic. Yeah, uh, they could show Charlotte at least Johansson. one of her nipples. <laughs> Make this. Mo- no, I'm just because only one nipple is shown, even though Gary disagrees with us on this. Well, actually, it'd be R-rated. We get two. Now Gary's happy. Uh, <laughs> I love when he's behind the camera. We still need a Gary cam so they can watch it. That's your job for next week, Gary. I want a Gary cam uh, set up and filming. <laughs> Um, who? We have more than enough cameras to have a Gary cam. Um, I mean, it's, it's very difficult. Because the the one that keeps coming to mind is the Punisher. Because the Punisher would be a great one. He would, but I don't see Disney got, doing anything with the Punisher. Because he's got and the he's show. on Netflix too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spider Woman like, Jessica Drew, but I don't think they would do that because she's too closely tied to everything. Yeah. No, that it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of out of ideas. X-23 could get her own movie. But then you're just keeping with the Logan theme. Yeah. I agree, I do. But it would just be keeping with I'm the Logan ju- theme. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... Because uh, it's... you got to find a one that it would fit, not just one where you go, oh, 
Well, I mean, we could make it R-rated. Well, yeah, that's that's it too, because like you could you can name off uh, t- tons of characters they haven't used, but they're not R-rated superheroes. Yeah, that's just it. Like, who else is in the imagine, Max line? Imagine, it's, hold on, an R-rated Hulk movie. How brutal that would be if they could show all the true violence that the Hulk could do. They won't do it though. That's they just wouldn't, it. but just just for a quick moment, wouldn't that be kind of? It would be very cool. I agree with you on that awesome. one. Um, I'm looking at the titles um, that we had in the Max line. Uh, so Jessica Jones, she's out. She's already been used. Black yep. has already been used. Blade. He's um, already been used. Bla- well, well, Blade technically could come back. That was an R-rated. So I'll give he them could, that one. Because, yeah. I mean, he already has R-rated movies. Yeah, so. I, I, I would agree with that. Um, Luke Cage already been used. Deadpool's already going to happen. Uh, Dead of Night, The Destroyer, Dr. Spectrum, Dominic Fortin, The Eternal. None of these are going to matter. Fantomex. An X-Force movie. Yes, that could work. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, Fonto Max or X-Force. Okay. Uh, I would totally Hellstorm, watch that. Hellstorm, The Hood. The Hood would not get a movie. <laughs> Howard the Duck? No, that's not no. going to a movie. Uh, Punisher, Shang-Chi. An R-rated Gwenpool. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's Deadpool. Wolverine Pretty Max, much. X-Men Phoenix, Legacy of Fire is a Max series? Huh? Mm. Yeah. Shang-Chi, I can see. He's not like a martial enough. arts movie? Yeah, but that's... So just watch a Bruce Lee movie. Well, yeah, yeah. but still, you can make it brutal. I mean, we're like we're naming what could be a Max movie, No, Dan. I know. Not if I'm... it'd be any good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if we're not counting quality, then let's start naming Back more to stuff. Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, back to Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I... I mean, I get that they're willing to do more R-rated, but I don't know what they would do with it. Unless they're going to break that line. Unless they're going to just say, if you've been in PG-13, and we're going to make Winter Soldier look darker. We're going to make mm. it, like, get the vibe of an R-rated movie, and then leave it up to the parents to check if it's R-rated or PG-13. Parents don't check. They won't, but you could use that excuse. <laughs> I, I feel like there's uh, a lot of heroes that could be used, have already been used, and I also feel like there's a very fine line of the character needs it to be R-rated, like Deadpool. Yep. Or you could just simply force it to be R-rated, like you could consider Winter Soldier. True. Somebody suggested the Gambit movie with Channing Tatum, which would probably be a different thing, but you could do Gambit that way. But I he could, could see, also be there too. I could see Gambit's being like that because of, uh, not violence actually, because of the sexual stuff. Because let's yeah. be honest, Gambit would be in more situations. But they can get one okay. boob into PG thirteen. This is true. They can have one nipple, Gary. Gary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's gonna be funny if, if Dylan actually cut out the entire Titanic discussion. And then we just start we talking keep about up single nipples or PG thirteen. Um. All right, where are we at time-wise? Uh, like 17 minutes. Oh, okay, because our oh, portal nice. opens to tell you a little bit about Robinhood, the app. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you could start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data, and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as the 100 most popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. 
discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Comics Experiment free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at experiment.robinhood.com. And the portal closes. All right, so back to R-rated potential yes, movies. So, uh, Our Twitch chat gave you a good one. Yes, Twitch chat Rome. Um, King Hyperion. Ooh, see, here's the kicker. Because Hyperion... If this was 10 years ago and you said Hyperion, I'd be like, they'll never take a superhero that no one's ever heard of and make a movie out of them. Yes. But we got Guardians of the Galaxy. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I mean, we got heroes that you would never have even thought of. Exactly. I actually, that would be brilliant. Squadron Supreme, yeah. Brilliant movie would be them doing a Hyperion and a Moon Knight. Both are rated Pair him up with when DC puts out a Superman and a Batman. <laughs> Dude, and that it, would be the best thing ever. Because, I mean, that would be actually really, really cool because it also could open up some uh, potential for them simply just going, hey, we're going to start doing our DC ripoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Hyperion would be a great one. Hyperion... An Flash Bowl brings up a good point. If they did that, they would have to CGI a mustache onto Hyperion. <laughs> uh, it would just be it would be great because I feel like a Hyperion R-rated movie would essentially be what a Hulk R-rated movie would have been yeah no, I can because see that. they are I don't see them using the Hulk in that way at this point at, at all no that's been, why I, he's been nerfed too much in the movie he sense. has been yeah, yeah. He's, especially in uh, Infinity War I mean he got scared uh, I wonder how they're going to resolve that arc because that has never happened no. to the Hulk. Never I has the Hulk plot- gone, no. In fact, in the comics, Hulk would be like, no, I'm going to be out constantly. I've got to redeem myself. Yeah, the Hulk I mean. would never go, no, I'm scared. That, that, that's scared. what I mean. Like, I've always, I've wondered, oh. I, I get plot-wise they did it so that there would be no giant Hulk-Thanos battle mm-hmm. until the next movie because they didn't want to do it twice. I get why it was done. I just don't understand what the reasoning is going to be. Is he legit going to be yeah. scared of coming back out or whatever? Like, they could have done it for different reasons. Like, for some reason, Thanos injured him in a way that it couldn't take over. Yeah. Or something like that. But where it's the Hulk is scared to come out, that's not the Hulk. No, because if he's scared, he comes out and just really wrecks things. Yeah, he gets angrier and angrier because he's scared. Bilbo does bring up a good point. I was oh. going to mention this. Um, they never technically said he's scared. No, we don't he does. actually know the reasoning behind it. He's, I'm pretty sure he says he's scared. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is we, we just don't fully like they haven't gone into. That's going to be the next movie. We don't know the full reason. If I remember right, he's uh, he's trying to get the Hulk to come out, and he's like, uh, he keeps saying, "Hulk, I need you to do this," and Hulk's like, "No, right. won't." But he but he said he says no. I remember that, but I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think they outright say he's scared. No, it, it's a pretty what safe else assumption. Would it be? Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I mean, I assume that too, but yeah. I don't think they outright said it, so there may be another reason. Because it's it. also in the inflection of his voice of a scared person of no. They're saying away. that the chat is stating that they felt it was more he refu- wanted to refuse to help Banner. No, that's even more because no, that Hulk, that I could agree with because Banner and Hulk have always disagreed on things. See, that I would agree with, except the fact that Hulk already fought Thanos. If Hulk had not fought Thanos. And he was refusing to help Banner. Yes, then I would agree. But the Hulk never gets defeated and stays down. That's the Hulk. The Hulk yeah. gets defeated and will constantly keep getting back up until he's dead. Yeah, no, you're right. That's typically Hulk in the comics. And we'll see what they do in the second movie. But, yeah, we're we'll we're speculating we'll right now. Okay, so our, our list of the day. 
Yes. Is the 15 things that everyone gets wrong about Deadpool. And I thought this would be fun because I we are both self-proclaimed super yes. Deadpool fans. You're more of the recent Deadpool. Much I've been following recent. Deadpool since like old yes. school. So all right, so let's get to that list. Eventually as my sinuses clear up again. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. He hasn't always been a hero or anti-hero. True. Wait. Well, they're stating things you didn't know. Like, he hasn't already, he hasn't always been a hero or anti-hero. I think what they're implying is that he used to be a villain, which is what he started as. It was a true villain. Did he start as a true villain? I've always known him as just a mercenary, and I wouldn't really ever consider a mercenary to be no, a he was, villain. No, he was, it was like, the first appearance was pretty outright just villain. Just villain, villain? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mercenary at all times, but... Because mercenaries, I... When Rob Liefeld created the character back in 1991, the Merc with the Mouth was intended to be a straight-up villain. For his first few appearances, he was a constant harasser of the New Mutants and the X-Force. He tried to kill Cable on their first encounter and gleefully murdered and robbed and insidiously manipulated his way through anyone in his path in subsequent issues. He still had the sarcastic wit that we all know and love, but there was nothing but villainy within his heart. Hmm. That was how he was... Okay. He just he caught on is the kind of the thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see it. Number 14 is he isn't completely invulnerable. That we know. I mean, he yeah. gets tore apart all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, alas, some clever plot devices of the years have brought an end to the Merc of the Mouth. Uh, most recently, he was killed in the death of Deadpool arc. This is 2017. Uh, when his entire universe collided with the Ultimate Universe, killing everyone that was in it at the time. In Age of Apocalypse, Evil Nightcrawler decapitates Wilson and teleports his head away from his body, effectively killing him. He also gets reduced to a pile of mush by Thanos before the Mad Titan realizes that killing Deadpool is actually doing him a favor. Surprisingly, Wade Wilson isn't as invulnerable as we were originally led to believe. I don't think at any point were we led to believe, because that's like his no. old shtick. You cut my arm off, I regrow my arm. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, don't, I don't believe there's any been a period where I ever was like, wow, he's not invincible? <laughs> yeah. Even you, and you're the newer fan. Yeah, no, I've seen him die believe? multiple times. Did and you at ever... no point did I go, oh man, he's he's invulnerable, guys. Like, he's not going to die. <laughs> no, that no. sounds like padding to me in this list. To just throw that yeah. in there. So. I'm having maybe, a feeling maybe. this was like a 10 list, and they, they were like, They're no, like we, need, need 15. we need 15. We need 15. <laughs> okay. We got a quota, okay, dude? Um, Do you know how listicles work? Listicles. That's what they're officially called. I've never heard that before. Seriously? BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed coined that term. Listicle writers. <laughs> what do you do? do I write listicles. Do you want me to tickle your listicles, Dickle? I was <laughs> 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 so wrong. <laughs> oh, Dayquil just messes with the brain. Okay, so next on the list. <laughs> Next on the listicle. On the listicle? Yeah. <laughs> Number 13 is that he isn't the one and only. You'd be oh, hard yeah, pressed. Madcap. Huh? Well, is, are they going to say Madcap? I don't, I don't think so. They're showing an image of multiple hymns. Oh, okay. Uh, Marvel tries to copy their own character's success with Superior Foe Spider-Man and Squirrel Girl. Alas, Wade Wilson remains the only one and only Mark of the Mouth. Or so we thought. Marvel has had a ton of different multiverses within the universes for each character, so it should come as a little surprise that there is more than one Deadpool. The most famous codenamed Dreadpool was an even more psychotic interpretation of the character who murdered every superhero in the universe. He then proceeded to seek out and destroy the Deadpools in other universes. In the spectacular treat, Deadpool versus Deadpool were introduced, introduced to the alt-universe versions Panda Pool, Deadpool, Dinosaur, Galactopool, Cesspool. But that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. This is just 
hey guys, there's a multiverse once yeah. again. I feel like this list is made for people who don't know comic books. I think this is a list that's actually aimed at people who just saw the movie. That's a good because, one. I can see that. Because yeah. a lot of these, I'm like, I hear and I'm like, well, we know, but based off the movie, I could definitely see someone who just saw the movie to go, oh, I didn't know that that was the Yeah, case. I could see that. I could see that. Because movies haven't gone But it's titled that Misconceptions Everyone Gets... Ro- Wait, that's not even... The, they, oh, I feel like they renamed the title of the, uh, the list. So the, the URL... Middle of our episode. <laughs> they no, 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 no. The URL is Deadpool's Biggest Misconceptions Everyone Gets Wrong. Okay. But the uh, 15 things everyone gets wrong about Deadpool, so it's slightly altered. They got rid of the misconceptions word. Okay. Misconceptions would lead more to what we're reading here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I could see people being confused by that. Yeah. But when you say that everyone gets wrong, then it, it's, you know? Like everyone's a pretty broad term. That's what I mean, yeah. Common misconception. I, I feel like they went for the more clickbait title. They did. Yeah. We don't know anything about that. We never clickbait our titles so that people watch no. it and have it be slightly different. No. Never. Ever. Um, Twelve. His healing factor is his only ability. Uh, for years, Deadpool's broken teleportation device was a staple of the character. In the beginning, when he was a villain, writers used this as a quick plot device to allow him to live to fight another day. As he made the switch from antagonist to protagonist, the teleporter started being used as a source of humor. It was constantly mm-hmm. broken, which only allowed Deadpool to teleport short distances away. Yep. Wade Wilson has super agility, peak human strength, and gadgets such as cloaking devices to help him get the job done. So yes, I, you're right. I think this is meant for people who have just seen the movie, because mm-hmm. this, is, this is not going to be nearly as good of a list as I thought no, it was. No, I'm starting. Let's go back to making R-rated movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, next up. 11, Deadpool doesn't actually prefer to work alone. Uh, yeah, whether hide your bob. That's literally what they're going to... Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you are as big of a fan as I thought you were. Um, whether willingly or not, Deadpool has actually been the subject of so many team-ups and has multiple sidekicks over the years. The most well-known of these sidekicks is good old Hydra Bob. His two other sidekicks are Blind Al and Weasel, yeah. which are all part of the movie. Yep. Um, then there's the team of cities had. He's partnered with Spider-Man, Wolverine, Colossus, Did Captain Hydra America. Did Hydra Bob show up in the movie? No, No, only so. Weasel and Blind Al. Yeah. I hope we get Hydra Bob. Oh, he'd be hilarious. He's so, such a good Well, no, guy. they couldn't use him because Hydra's by Marvel. Now they could use Now him. they can use Hydra Bob. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So anyway, uh, most de- uh, in his most complex relationship, Cable. We know about that. Oh, okay. Number 10's misconception is his origin. Okay. Which one are they going to say... If you've seen the movie, you can recount the story of Deadpool's origin. Wade Wilson, suffering from stage four cancer, undergoes a shady experimental treatment that unleashes his mutant power of healing while also turning him in, while also turning him completely insane. It's a story that has been told time and time again but with different variations, and it is the go-to origin tale for his character. However, much like the crown, clown prince of crime himself, Joker, Deadpool does not have a singular origin. There have been stories in which Deadpool is part of the very same Weapon X program that gave Wolverine and Sabretooth their stables. Mm-hmm. T-Ray, a longtime enemy, claims that Deadpool isn't even really Wade Wilson, but he stole the identity from one of his many targets. Some writers have claimed that Wilson's father was murdered while he was still young, while others state that he is still alive. Even the character himself constantly admits that his origin changes depending on who is writing the story. Yep. Which, to me, sounds like normal comic book retconning, but the fact that he breaks the fourth wall and acknowledges it... Yeah. ...was what makes it funny. That's what makes it good, because... I, I, let's be honest. Uh, 
I think Batman, Batman and Superman are the only two that come to mind that I don't think has ever really had true alterations. The biggest alteration that I can think of Superman had was when they decided to either kill the parents or not kill the parents. Yeah. And that changes depending on what's going on. That's true. That's the, but other than that, and that's but Other just, than that, those are the two that I feel are always, they're always gonna be the same origin regardless yeah. of what, I mean, hell, even in uh, the DC metal, like every other universe had the exact same origin. Yep. And parents then it's died, changed. pearls at the ground, the whole nine yards. Yep, but Deadpool, Deadpool definitely constantly has different ones. His real one though is with, the movie actually got pretty close to his real That's one. That's the most commonly accepted one. I'll, yeah. I'll go with that. Uh, I know early on it was, it, I'm trying to think of when they did the Weapon X thing. They pulled him into Weapon X because that was a common one for a little while. Mm -hmm. The T-Ray one, I want to say, may have been the first one. Like the first where we got some origin behind him. And T-Ray's like, oh, you're not really Wade Wilson. I feel, yeah. And then that one just really got turned into just making jokes when they would have T-Ray randomly show up and he would comment on things and then Deadpool yeah. would be break the fourth wall and be like, no, that was that was like three arcs ago, dude. You're like, you're way off. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that one, okay, that one I could, that I'll one's be cool. okay with that one being on this list. Number nine is the character is not a complete ripoff of a Deathstroke. Correct. Um, yeah, Rob, Lie Rob Liefeld himself admitted that the cre his cre creation's name is a nod to DC's Slade Wilson, a.k.a. Deathstroke. Mm -hmm. Wade Wilson is the alter ego of Deadpool, which the writer is quoted as stating, where do you, where do, you do the Deathstroke in the Deadpool? Where do you do the Deathstroke in the Deadpool? Even the character's early conception yeah, as a co-worker, even the er character's early conception, a co-worker came over to Liefeld and point blank said, that's Deathstroke. We can see it. Both characters have similar body shapes, they use guns and swords, and have similar skill sets, and even have masks that are somewhat the same. Mm -hmm. But that was never the intention. In fact, when provoked with the question, Liefeld admitted that Deadpool was supposed to be a clone of Wolverine crossed with Spider-Man. If you actually compare the two characters, this becomes even more apparent. Slade Wilson is a stoic, no-nonsense uh, assassin that can be downright terrifying. Deadpool is definitely not that. Looks aside, it's also very... Looks aside, there is very little that Slade and Wade Wilson actually have in common. And mm -hmm. I, I do agree with that because like, I'm fans of both these characters. Yeah. Other than the outward appearance and the names, they're really not that similar at all. Mm -mm, not really. Um... That would all agree. I did, that, that I did is always, yeah, I knew about the he was Wolverine mixed with Spider Man because that really is kind of his character. Yeah. And the way he acts. The funny thing, though, about uh, him being like Deathstroke in the current Deathstroke comic, they have a character that is Deadpool. <laughs> and in the most recent uh, issue, they even have him say, Man, it'd be pretty ironic if those other guys sued us for this. <laughs> Uh, so it's um, funny that that's on there because I will agree that is happened. a common misconception. Yeah. A lot of people are like, "Oh, he's a straight ripoff." But most really... people just hear, "Oh, he's Wade, Wade Wilson and he's Slade Wilson." Like, yeah. Oh, clearly he's the exact same. No, not really. Number eight is good if you've only seen the movie too. He has okay. a softer side. Yeah. And they're using the example of when he talked to the girl off the ledge, the suicide issue. Oh my God, that's one of the best issues I've ever read. It is, and the fact is, a lot of people don't know that there is like an actual character in development to Deadpool. Mm -hmm. He's not just LOL meme. Which is yeah. what our biggest problem with Scotty Young's current run is, because yep. we're going back to just LOL meme, and we're like, yeah, it's okay, but I kind of, I kind of the sad the, clown. You sad just, clown grew on me. It was. I like when he has that emotional side because it makes him a lot more, a little bit more relatable. 
Like you, you get more involved in the character as opposed to just laughing at the character. Yes. And I think that's what made makes the emotion better. Um, but yeah, I could see why movie people wouldn't know. Yeah, no, I can see that definitely. Because in the movie, he's just the memes. Uh, okay, so well, number actually, seven. Huh? I mean, the second movie, they kind of went a little bit more into his emotions. But the first movie was mostly memes. When was this written? 2017. Okay. So only the first movie had been out. I think, yeah, only the first movie had come okay. out because didn't last year was Deadpool 2? Yeah, 2018. I think so, yeah. So, okay, so this one actually, I have a little bit of a story to go with this one. Okay. Number seven is that his, his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, he's... He's pansexual. Yeah. That, that, but, but here, and this is what actually started something that... It, so early on in the creation of Comic Story, mm-hmm. I got a message on Facebook. And it was someone very angrily stating, why have you not made a video that Deadpool is pansexual? And I, I was confused. I was like, why, one, why would anyone care? Two, why would, any, like, why would there be any like, issue? I didn't understand the whole thing, like why this is important to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I, was gonna res- and I, I prepare, prepared a response. My response typically with things like him being pansexual and stuff like that is the writer can state it, but unless it's in print, that's not official. Yeah. Because, I mean, I could be writing a character and say whatever I want about the character's sexuality or their history or whatever it is, but Deadpool's never, as far as I know, and I'll read this in a second to make sure it is, but at least at the time of this, outright said, I am outright pansexual. He's never said it. He's done things that I believe would, would imply, imply it. Yes. Because he married a sock, didn't he? Well, that came out later, though. This is after I think he's now kind of come out and said it at the time. I'm talking about oh, okay. like a, little, a couple years ago when we first started Comic Story, and okay. this person was, was very heated. Now... I, I'll admit, I, I was a little ignorant to like, hey, I mean, a lot of people do want representation. They do want to know, you want someone that can relate to them. Yeah. And that's why he, this guy was, pro- I didn't, I never responded to the guy and I don't know if I should or shouldn't have. It was a very angry letter. Yeah. And the, and the reason I got kind of heated with the response was I had done nothing to provoke this. Yeah. There was like, there was no reason why you would be emailing me this Which to begin is with. fair. Because I mean, starting off like a message to someone with nothing before it, no... There was no pretense, there was no, nothing. No, and then you just get It's not like angry. we did a video where I'm like, no, Deadpool's heterosexual. Yeah. No, we had just done normal Deadpool stories up to that point. We hadn't even done the marriage video, I don't think, or anything like that. No, we so, didn't do. Which, which I think in the marriage video with the 10 marriages, we did the sock thing. Yes, we did. But <laughs> that we did. But what I'm saying is like, at the time, I just, I didn't understand where it came from. So I was prepping a response to this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, let me just check real fast to make sure. It's pretty safe to assume that Deadpool would identify as straight then, right? Because everything he's doing. According to director Tim Miller and confirmed by Ryan Reynolds, Wade Wilson is actually pansexual. He's attracted to whatever his ever-changing mind tells him at the time. This shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone who considers his obvious crush for Spider-Man in their crossovers. He's also expressed attraction to Thor and many other male characters. So yes, they they, they also have no confirmation. Mm-hmm. And it's not from the director and by Ryan Reynolds. This is actually from a writer years ago. A writer asked, what is Deadpool's sexuality based on the fact that he is always hitting on men and he's always hitting on women and he's always hitting on unicorns and he's like, whatever he wants to. Yeah. And the response was that Deadpool is pansexual. Now, being that when this came out, Disney had already bought into Marvel. Um, this is where a lot of like, because writers like to... to no offense to any writers out there, but a lot of them like to run their mouths as to what they would like to do with the character. That they do. If it's not printed by DC or Marvel, I don't consider it officially in canon. Mm. Now, the Deadpool pansexual thing has gone beyond just one writer saying it. A lot of people just have accepted that. But even though we all accept that Deadpool is pansexual this day and age, it's still not in print. Yeah, it's like, the same as, uh, I consider it the same as pronunciations for names. Yeah. Like in comics, until it is said in a canon TV show or movie, 
you can't tell me what the exact pronunciation is. Yes. Now, now this day, I guess you could you be able to chalk it up to pansexual. For those who are wondering, because I realize in the chat no one knows, pansexual literally means you can be attracted to anything. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between bisexual, which is a male and female, or heterosexual, where you're attracted to the uh, different sex, or uh, homosexual, where you're attracted to the same sex. Pansexual is you're attracted to anything. Mm -hmm. Now, now we've had comics like where Deadpool married and basically slept with a sock. And things like that. So in this day and age, it's pretty safe to go, yes, it is in print. He is pansexual, even yes. though it has not come outright and said that. At the time of this guy's question was when we started Comic Story. We didn't have that. He wasn't married to the, to the Vampire Queen. He didn't have the Sad Clown run. We just had the one-off Deadpool things. And the writer had said it. And this started my, my little philosophy that if it's not in print, it's not official. Mm -hmm. Now, I had prepped up a response, basically counter very angrily responding to this guy. Like, just because you want to believe that or just because the writer said that, if it's not in print, it doesn't count. Yeah. That's the fact of the matter. Because anybody can come out and say things like, hey, uh, you know, uh, I got to write a small portion of Bloodshot that never got printed. Based upon that, I, I, and that logic, I can say whatever I want about Bloodshot, and you're all going to go, okay, yeah. Benny said it. He was a writer for Bloodshot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I never count those things. Cause it, yeah, because it also becomes a, well, is if, a, if it's not in print, when it changes writer, yeah. what happens then? It's a different writer. They can say whatever they want. They can counteract someone else. There's nothing physically written to say that this is exactly what it is. Exactly. So just to complete my story, mm -hmm. I prepped this whole response. I was ready to send it to this person, not knowing what their situation is, not knowing even why they cared about the pansexuality or any of that stuff. And it was actually Tiffany from Comic Pop that stopped me. Because it was, I got the email on a day we were doing the weekly poll, and I was mm -hmm. prepping up the email, and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, this guy angrily sent me a message asking about pansexuality and Deadpool, and you know, like, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. What, like, this, this writer mentioned one thing that's supposed to be important, and I don't even know why he emailed me this. And I read my response back, and she's like, no, she's like, you don't know what, where that guy's head's at mm -hmm. and why he's sending you. Yeah. Like, this might not matter to you, but this may be the most important thing ever to him. So I would not respond with that. So... She's a smart woman. Yep. So I restructured my entire letter and basically just said, while, while it's commonly accepted that he's pansexual, since it's not in print, we're not going to make a video specifying that because it's not in print. Yeah. And that was it. So. Which is a very, it's a good thing you read that out loud to her because yeah. who knows what would have happened. <laughs> it was a very angrily response to a very angry yeah. message I got. Life lesson, folks. If you have something to say to someone... Anger's not the best way. <laughs> it doesn't work. But what I'm getting at is that's where I started this little rule because a lot of people like to ask me, hey, this writer said this. What do you feel about this? And my mm -hmm. opinion is basically until it is in print, it's not canon. Yeah. We can run with theories and ideas and stuff like that, but unless you have something in print that verifies it, now, I think the Deadpool thing, I think we can take the, sh the sock situation. Yes, now we can definitely. I believe he married a sock, uh, a hippo alien in that issue. Um, the, the vampire queen. He's been with many aliens. Yeah, many aliens. Mystique. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wasn't he married to, was it somebody, it was like one of the superheroes at one point. Um, like Rogue or, no, Captain Marvel. It was a Vegas wedding, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, I think so. <laughs> He's been married too many times. Yeah, so. But, okay. That one, I can see why they would put that in the list. Yeah, no, but I, I thought it'd be a fun story about yeah. comic story, just early days of comic story, and where I'm trying to more understand people's. Though, I mean, a lot, a lot of that's where I kind of like opened up my mind to be like, hey, not everyone's gonna look at the superheroes the same way that I do, mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of times people go, hey, what do you think about this book? Uh, this is being written by this person with a crazy leftist agenda, and I'm like, 
Don't read it if you're not interested. Yeah. That book's not for you. And that's where a lot of those mentalities came out for me because I'm reading Deadpool for LOL memes. This guy's reading Deadpool because he wants to find somebody who's pansexual that he can relate to. Yeah. And so that's when I started to realize not every comic book is written for just teenage boys to have a fun time, you know? Yeah. Every comic book is written to speak to somebody in a different way. And that's why with the whole left and right argument thing that was going out of comics, I just stayed out of it because I'm like, if they sell well, there's an audience. If they don't yeah. well, we'll go back to classics. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's yeah. that. <laughs> so, okay, number six. His insanity. What did they got for this? Deadpool is one of the very few comic book characters that are aware that they are just fictional characters being created by the stroke of a pen. Mm -hmm. This makes the Merc with a mouth stand out from the crowd and address his audience directly, leading to some very funny metahuman moments across his different titles. To the residents of the Marvel Universe, however, Deadpool is just bat... Well, it says bat. Yeah. Bat crap insane. We'll go with that. As he constantly talks to people who aren't there and makes references to creators in their universes. Let us get a little philosophical here. Put aside the fact that Wade Wilson performs crazy stunts and throws himself into bodily harm. Oh, I apologize. Um, bodily harm on a constant basis. If a character is aware of the realities of the universe, they are, tru are they truly insane? Deadpool has used this knowledge to his advantage constantly. He's made trips to the real world to talk to his creator. He can travel back in time through the panels of his books, and he can even use the power of recap panels to help him remember what happened in the past. We like to think that Wilson isn't insane, he's just on another plane of existence. Yes and no. I agree that it is a misconception that he is just straight up insane. Taking Once again, it as, yes and no. I think this is an opinion based thing though. Because we're also talking about which which version because the I would I would put uh him as insane based on the number of voices in his head. Well, but I, the, but what they're stating is he's not really insane because that all leads to him to understand his own existence. So I think that's more mm, of opinion based because like yeah. I kind of agree with you. I think he's slightly insane with like I think I think they're partly right and partly wrong. Because yes, some of the stuff that he does makes sense for him that wouldn't be insanity, but there's also a lot to his character that is insanity. Like, a lot of it's not just, oh, he broke the fourth wall, he's insane. It's, no, he has literal three different voices in his head telling him to do different things. I, w I would consider that insane. Right, but what they're saying is that that's a misconception. He's not insane, but I think that this number six is actually just an opinion based. Yeah, thing. I say that opinion. Um, so number five is not every superhero hates him. Uh, we know that one. Yeah, that one's uh, Wolverine works with him a lot of times, trying to, vouching for him to be on the X-Men. Spider-Man slightly hates him, but they have an entire team-up book where he doesn't hate him. Uh, pretty much everyone goes, I hate you until you're, we realize you're actually a good guy, then we help with you until you make Cap us hate you Cap is a again. friend of his. He was on the Avengers. Yep. Yeah, Cap's even like one of his pro guys of like, oh yes, no, I, I just got my word out for this guy. Hackerman says it best, this is kind of a boring list. It kind of is. It is kind of is. Um, I do. I, th I think it's like you said. I think it's meant for people who have just seen the movie. Yeah. Because a lot of this does make sense for the movie. Yeah. Um, he has a sense of morality. Number four. Uh, we know that one if you've watched anything with the X Force series we have on the channel here. Yeah. Where he felt bad about killing the kid. Yep. Um, if you've seen his entire uh, sad clown run, the entire thing is his morality coming through. Yep. So I think we'll just move on with that. Um, the voices in his head aren't his inner monologue. Now that is a misconception. I'll give them that one. Depends on the voice. So the voices in his head for a while, it, okay, it depends on the writer. 
It depends they are on his inner monologue. And what like, color and shape the boxes. Yeah. Because one of them is his inner monologue and his voice. But then we've also got the red box. Because we've got the yellow box, the red box, and the black box. No. The yellow box is Madcap. The white box is Dr. Bong. The Dr. red Bong, box yes. is the evil one that woke up when he did the, which yeah. I think is also related to Dr. Bong. The yellow ones, but the yellow one, see that being Madcap can be put in different boats because sometimes, yes, current day Madcap got completely extracted from him, but he still has that and that is his inner monologue. No, no, but what I'm, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on which writer's doing it. Yeah. This isn't something across the board. Oh, there are always these different voices. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they, Madcap was pulled out and now he just has the one voice, which is his inner monologue. Yeah. So, I, I don't like that. That... I agree that that is a misconception mm-hmm. that the three voices are all voices in his head. Yeah. But they also intended to be that way originally, so <coughs> they just turned it into something else. Once again, it started off and a writer said something until it was written. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he hasn't always been a walking meme. I think we've established that already in today's list where yep. he was a villain and he was a sad clown. And uh, we I prefer sad clown, but... Um, okay, this 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 right here is a good misconception. So I think there's like four on this list I liked. Okay. <laughs> Deadpool wasn't truly in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Remember back in 2009 when Fox decided it was a great time to go forth with a bunch of X-Men spinoffs about their most popular characters. Wolverine and Magneto were supposed to be the first two, setting in a cash-in after cash-in movie. But then X-Men Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine came out and it was a train wreck. You could tell the movie was setting up Deadpool by casting Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson. But mm-hmm. luckily for fans everywhere, the character disappeared after the opening scenes, saving us from a version of Deadpool that would bastardize the character for years. Yeah. Right? Okay, so they tried to do Deadpool in the movie, although try may not be a strong verb. To this day, many refuse to acknowledge that that character that Ryan Reynolds portrays in the climax of the movie is Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Because he's not. There's no costume. There's no co- He has katanas in his arms and he shoots lasers out of his eyes. The merc with a mouth has had his mouth sewn shut. Yeah. Even Reynolds, a diehard fan of the character, was so upset by whatever this was supposed to be that he refused to shoot these scenes, forcing a stunt double to stand in for the entire climax. I did not know that. That I did not know either. That Ryan Reynolds refused to shoot it. Call him whatever you want, but this guy ain't no Deadpool. Yeah. That actually... I had no that idea. Makes that makes me really happy that he yeah. wasn't. I didn't know he refused no, to do Everyone that. hated that version of Deadpool. Well, because it wasn't Deadpool. There's like, no way that... It, and the worst part was, when he was Wade Wilson at the beginning, I thought he actually did a kind of good job. And the opening, it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, he felt like what I would imagine Deadpool to be. Like, he... If, Funny, skilled, yeah. makes jokes, makes inappropriate comments. But then what they did to him was definitely crazy. But luckily it's in canon that that wasn't Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, thanks he to killed Deadpool him, 2, he? the after credits. Didn't yeah, he go he, back inside of Deadpool 2 and he like just wiped him out or something like that? He did that. I, Forget see, what he did, but he did something. I feel like there was also, it was either in that movie or it was a deleted scene from the after where Deadpool in the red costume comes out and picks up the guy's head. He's like, who the hell is this guy? No, no, that was the rumor for the longest time. I'm pretty sure the scene in the movie is he walks it behind him. Yeah. Wolverine gets ready to do it. Deadpool walks behind him, either cuts his head off or kills him. But the rumor for the longest time that was floating around the comic book community was that at the end of Wolverine Origins... There was multiple different after-credit scenes. Yes, and one of them had the real Deadpool showing up, grabbing the head. And we looked into it in one of these episodes. It's not real. Even though I still... Whoever started that rumor is a genius. Oh, yeah. 
who I believed it for years. I did too. But they're like, oh, I'm, I can't find it, but there's got to be a scene That's out there. exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, well, this just has to be one of those. While everything is on the internet, some things are very hard to find on the internet. Exactly. That's and that's what, what I always, always thought. But when we looked it up, it was not real. I can't believe I, I can't believe I fell for that for so many years. That there was a uh, scene with Deadpool picking up Deadpool. You know what? Even if it wasn't real, I'm gonna pretend it's real so that it makes me feel better that that wasn't Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? So uh, I think we I think we've kind of agreed. The list is kind Maybe of Maybe that should be on the list. That there isn't actually an after credit scene. <laughs> it's just a common misconception yeah. about Deadpool. Um, I think we can both agree the list was definitely made for fans who just seen the movie. Yep. It was definitely padded. I think there's like four or five things on here that I would agree with are common yeah. misconceptions about Deadpool. It should have been like a top eight. Yeah, a top eight or a top five, I think. Yeah. Five things people get wrong about Deadpool, I think would have been great. Um, but yeah. We're still, we're still, we got most of, we, we already knew most of that. Yeah. That, that's also kind of like feel, a problem with that list because. I am also, I'm proud of us for knowing a lot of that. I, okay, I expected myself to know most of these. I'm proud of you, Dan. Aww. You've come a long way in the six years we've been doing yes. this or five years or four years. I don't know. You've read a lot of X comic books of in this years. time. Yes, I have. <laughs> You've gone from, uh, I don't know how to read comics, to, I can call you a pseudo-expert on Deadpool at this point. I have my heroes. And, and Honey Badger. You know everything there is to know about Honey Badger. Oh, good old Honey Badger. I was actually just thinking about it earlier that we need, uh, I really hope, Kelly Thompson and uh, Mariko Tamaki? No. Mariko something. The writer of X-23, that they do an annual together where they have Jeff the Land Shark and Jonathan the Wolverine going on an adventure. I'm going to tweet that out at them soon. Um, but yeah, in West Coast Avengers, there's now a Land Shark named Jeff. Jeff the Land Shark. Okay. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode here today of Comics Experiment. Uh, I apologize if it seemed a little low energy. I am fighting off something right now. Okay. I would never consider this low energy. In fact... You fighting off something somehow amplifies your energy to weird extremes. I chugged a lot of coffee before this to make sure I could do it properly. I don't want to disappoint you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but don't forget to check out our sponsor today, uh, Robinhood, an app that we both use to basically mess with the stock market and do things in it. And it does, it does have a lot of guides in there to show you how to do this. This show is filmed live every Thursday at twitch.tv slash monster at about 2 p.m. Eastern. And then you can find it uploaded to our Patreon, early access, patreon.com slash comicstorian, where if we get it done in time, it goes up there. Sometimes we don't. It's, production's weird. You got, I mean, man, we should do a video sometime just explaining the whole process we do here and how everything actually works. Yeah, but then a week after, something would change and we'd be like, scrap it. <laughs> Things are different now. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you next time right here at the Crummins Experiment! <laughs>